Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. And we're going to talk about a topic today. Hopefully we will change the way you think, because here's something that the scriptures talks about that most people don't really think about. Romans 13, 6 and 7 says this, and I always love reading from the New Living Translation. It's just one of my favorite new translations. Romans 13, 6 and 7 says this, pay your taxes too. For these same reasons, for government workers need to be paid. They're serving God in what they do. Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them and give respect and honor to those who are in authority. But sometimes it gets confusing on what taxes you should pay and what taxes you don't necessarily have to pay. There's some questions on, you know, is it right for me to take advantage of every deduction so I pay as few taxes as possible, or should I just pay as much tax as possible? Well, those questions are all very confusing, and, and here's what's really cool. Martha and I became president and vice president of Trust Services about four months ago in Largo, and we help small business owners with lots of different problems, but basically small business owners are really good at one part of their business. And a lot of times they try to do lots of other things anyway, instead of hiring an outsource. And so what we do is we bring in a team of outsourced professionals to help business owners with all kinds of things other than their core business product. And part of the core of trust services is our accounting, tax, and CPA practice. And we've got with us one of our team members, Cheryl Colony. She's joining us today. Martha, isn't she? 
Yes, she is, and I'm so excited As to many, have her come on the radio. Many of you may not realize this, but most CPAs, they don't like the media. Not because they don't <laughs> like the media. They're not usually upfront having a good time TV, radio conversation people. So we, are, are, we drug Cheryl and just said, we didn't drug her. We drug her all the way over here and just said, would you please share with our audience Hey, just give them a perspective on what it really means to be a tax planner, what it means to be a CPA, and, and really how Christ make a difference in your life. Cheryl, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, I really? Don't lie. Don't lie on radio. This is being recorded. All right. So, talk about how Christ is making a difference in your life today. Oh, it's huge. Um, anytime there's problems or just guidance or whatever... Um, you just need to pray and give it all to him and let him help make that make the right give you the right path to follow. Well, and that's not easy for you. You have three teenage girls. Correct. Who stretch you all the time. Correct. Did you want to say hi to them today? Are they listening to you on the radio? I don't know. Hi Scott, Marissa, Justine and Cameron. You almost hesitated one of them like you almost, <laughs> forgot, you almost forgot one of their names. You know, what what inspired you to become a CPA? Um, I liked accounting in high school. I had two classes there. Um, I really like helping people. It's kind of like a puzzle. I've always been a puzzle person and, um, everything just needs to fit together. And I like helping people. Now, Martha, you've got an accounting minor, but you never went and got your CPA. I did not. Um, and, and you know, that's kind of funny because I always thought I was going to be this accountant. I always tell people, be in a high rise, wear the blue suit, and never get married. That's what I thought until I met Jim, and then Aww, <laughs> everything changed. Nice. <laughs> so I took the more the management approach, but and then but the accounting and minor just helped us in running our businesses. But we have always needed to have somebody else in our life to to make sure we're doing it all right. Yeah, the fun part of having Cheryl on our team is that all three of us, Martha and I and Cheryl, we all love numbers. We all love problem solving. We all love making, helping people make great decisions. And we love working alongside business owners to maximize the profitability of their company and make sure they're not paying too much in tax. But also for you individuals out there listening today that don't own businesses, there are I mean, we all owe taxes, period. If you're making money, you owe taxes. That's the blessing of God. You wouldn't owe taxes if you weren't making money. But we're talking today with Cheryl Colony. She is part of our team. She's our CPA tax professional at Trust Services. And Cheryl is an expert not only in corporate tax, but also in personal tax. That She's been doing it 20 years, or maybe even more, but I won't disclose that. And uh, <laughs> so we want to just really hear from her heart on, on how we can help just learn more about our taxation system because we all wonder we all want to know how we can ask a, a tax professional questions for free and so today we're going to be able to do that right here online oh martha you forgot to interrupt me and tell me we oh, can't go back to Cheryl colony we have something huge I, monstrous a big contest i'm trying to interrupt you and you won't let me no i'm just kidding Yes, we are. We have a Wow CD Brick giveaway going on right now on our Facebook page. So go out and to Facebook, find I Work for Him, and remember it's with a four, the number four. Um, I Work for Him, and right below Jim's elbow, you will see the like button on Facebook, and what? so. In our picture, when we come up, I've got this all figured out so I can tell people right below your elbow of your in our picture is the like button for our page. So please like that page. And then right below my knee, I think it was, is a <laughs> sign that says the wow CD giveaway. And they click on that, enter the information and they get entered into our contest, which 
the last time you can enter the you know it, we take entries through the night of December 28th and we will be announcing the winner on the air on December 29th and it's 33 CDs it's the wow 2016 CD and then one CD for every artist that's on that album as well so it's a huge box full of CDs and there's a picture of it online with a cute little snowman and everything. So, And that's brought to you by mtlmagazine.com. That's mtlmagazine.com. A huge $660 value. CDs are 20 bucks. I, they're 20 bucks. <laughs> Where I buy them, they're 20 bucks. So Wait it's worth second, 660 bucks. We need to bucks. work on his math a little bit here. Uh, well, I don't know where he's spending that money. 33 times 20 660. Yeah. I haven't had to buy a CD forever. You've been working at a Christian bookstore forever. Now I'm going to have to start buying music. It's yeah, terrible. But they're not 20 bucks. Anyway, there are no Sorry. restrictions. <laughs> Everybody is eligible for this contest except, except for Martha <laughs> and me. Yeah. But Because Martha wants all these CDs. But everybody's eligible. Go on our Facebook page. Just search for I Work, the number four him, and sign up for this contest under my elbow or my knee or Martha's knee or something like that. So, <laughs> all right, we're back live and in studio on the I Work Frame Radio Roundtable, brought to you every Friday. Just we're trying to bring t- subjects, topics, maybe a little more fun, maybe a little lighter. And today we thought we'd talk about taxes. And you're like, Jim, seriously, taxes? Well, of course. That doesn't normally fall in people's category of lighter and fun, but they haven't met Cheryl and come to trust services yet. That's right. All right. So there is, there are very rare occasions where you can meet a CPA, a tax accountant that actually has a personality, you can have a communication with them and they're funny. And we've got Cheryl Colony. She's part of our tax, uh, our tax staff. She is the head of our tax staff, our CPA in-house at at trust services. Cheryl, welcome back to I work for him. Thank you. Are you, and yes, thank you. Yeah, I know you're happy to be here, right? <laughs> I am. All right. So we were talking about, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So how did you grow in your love for helping people navigate the tax code? Because right now, how many pages does the tax code? Do you have any idea? I don't know. In inches. Thousand, oh, inches. It's about six inches. Six inches. And they're really six. thin pages, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So how did you grow mm. in your love for that? Because that's crazy. Um, as I've worked with people, I understand that it's something that they don't know and why pay more in taxes and not keep that extra money in your pocket. So, you know, for deductions that they don't know of, you know, offsetting income into next year, you know, maybe you're making too much money right now, you want to postpone income into next year, or is there something in January that you can pull into December? into December if you're losing money, something like that, um, just to, you know, pay less taxes. Yeah, for any of us to understand, recognize that as of December 31st, at the end of the day, when it's when you're ringing in the celebration, you're celebrating in New York City as the ball drops, when that ball's done dropped, you can't change your taxation situation for 2015. It's a done deal. So you need to make your plans now, and it's only the 11th of December. There's all kinds of time to just make sure that if you owed estimated taxes, you get them paid in. If, you, if you've if you got some business income and you need to make some uh, investments in infrastructure, Cheryl, now's a good time to do that, isn't it? Absolutely. And there's other great things. You know, if, in fact, if you're a business owner, you're listening today, and, you've, and you've, if you've got a lot of profits and you're going to owe a lot of taxes, here's one way to get rid of some of those profits and to uh, so get a tax deduction and um, help I work for him. We've got a solution for that, don't we? We do. Do you know what it is? A nice charitable contribution. That's right. What we've identified is about 25 Christ-centered, kingdom-impactful ministries that are discipling and working alongside Christian 
Christ-following business people, marketplace believers. And these ministries could really use to be on the air every day with advertising and every month with a radio show. And so what we're saying is business people, if you've got money that you're going to end up paying in taxes, but if you needed a, if you wrote a check to iWorkFrame for advertising, we'll do co-advertising between you and the ministry partner, and they'll get to get on the air every month with a show completely dedicated to them and every day with advertising, and we'll bring you on to share your testimony a couple times during the year, and that $12,000 check would make a huge impact and possibly multiply the kingdom by hundreds, if not thousands. That's an investment we want to make. And so you've got that opportunity. If you want to talk to me about that more, just uh, email me, jim at iWorkForHim.com or look us up on iWorkForHim. And dot com and uh, just send me a uh, contact us message. Cheryl, it, it's we're talking about tax planning and strategy. Is it is it okay for Christians to plan their taxes? Because shouldn't we just be good little Christians and pay taxes? Yes, we should pay the appropriate amount of taxes, but you also want to be able to take advantage of the deductions that you're allowed. So it's not wrong to take a deduction that's part of the law. So you're just following the law. What are some of the most common deductions that people for, forget to take? Forget. Um, probably like for self-employed people. Sure. Talk about them um, first. Could be nowadays you're paying your own in, uh, medical insurance. Well, between the cost of medical insurance these days, um, your insurance premiums might get you over the 10% um, the limit, itemized, right. limitations for itemizing medical and dental expenses. So then you include your insurance premiums, your medical, dental, vision, all that together could put you over. So that's on your your itemized deduction page. That's like the Schedule A or is that the Schedule B? Schedule A. Schedule A. So that attaches your 1040. See, I, I sound like I know what I'm doing, but I, I love taxes. Taxes are like this big problem solving. It's like it's like the Rubik's Cube of numbers. Love it. Hey, just taking a step back and thanking our show sponsors, Eric and Craig Most with Most Insurance. Boy, for auto, home, life, and small business insurance, would you just give these guys a chance? These guys do an awesome job. Maybe you need a financial advisor with an eternal perspective. How about Luke and Dave and Randy from Bel Air Wealth Management? Find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com. Did I mention most insurance was mostins.com? And how about Jeff Ruby for that coming up with this Red Rock Leadership Take the Lead moment. Every day, Jeff has given us some wisdom on how we can be a better leader, manager, salesperson in our workplace. Thanks so much to Jeff and his team at redrockleadership.com. We're talking with Cheryl Colony, our CPA, who's part of our team right here at Trust Services. Find us online at servicesbytrust.com. That's right. And I'm going to ask Cheryl another question. But before that, I have had a request for me to repeat the information about the CD Wow CD giveaway. So go to our Facebook Listeners, page. Listeners, are you paying attention now? <laughs> Specifically, one listener in Tampa. Stop working. Down Tampa. No, pay Downtown attention. Tampa. So anyway, go to our Facebook page. I work for him. Look under Jim's elbow and like our page. Look under my kneecap in the picture and see the Wow CD giveaway contest. Go there, enter your information, and you'll be entered to win the possibility of December 29th, us announcing that you are the winner of 33 CDs. Jose, have you there signed you up yet? 
You You're not going to do that. that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. You. I think you should do that right now <laughs> while, you, while we're doing the show. Look under my elbow and make sure you like our page, Jose, and then sign up nice. for the, that's the, the size. I caught you just playing around. That's right. Hey, you're supposed to be out. I not love hearing you. I know you're not playing around. He's always clicking dials to make sure I don't destroy something while we're on the air. All right. We, we love you, Jose. You're the best. That's All right. So, so back to the show and having Cheryl here, we were talking about the fact that um, one of the things that Cheryl is able to do is help people with tax planning. And I think it's important for us to actually talk about what that really is for people. Okay. Tax planning is being able to take advantage of all the deductions within the tax code. Um, it's not doing anything illegal. Um, tax evasion is illegal, but tax mm -hmm. planning is just trying to, um, you know, limit the amount of taxes that are legal for you to pay. And I think the key word there for a lot of people is the word planning. Now, we are happy to help people in this last few weeks of the year, but the whole idea is to be looking ahead, say, to next year and saying, what is my situation going to be like and how can I plan? What am I going to do for my donations? What am I going to do for, um, you know, contributions to different things? And really set out a plan with some advice that, can help them to limit that taxation. Is that correct? That's correct. Well, yeah. you guys are pretty exciting, aren't you? All right. So, <laughs> so, but I mean, let's give some people some practical stuff because I know that as when I wasn't, didn't own a business, it's important to me to know, okay, what can I do? If I'm a salaried employee, what are some of the things I can do to eliminate paying tax? And I know one thing that comes up to mind is the, is the deduction this year, $5,500 people can invest in an IRA this year. 55 if you're under, under 50 under 50 if right. you're over 50 it's 6500 so, so there's a benefit to being over 50 yes that. yeah that's yes. right next year baby all right so <laughs> 50 dollars $5, you can put into an ira and that reduces your taxable income and it goes towards helping you save for your retirement and besides if you're under 50 you better be saving for retirement because baby you ain't getting no social security <laughs> or if you are because i'm not a, no, i'm not a professional anything except insurance agent and that makes me not qualified but you may only get partial social security so you better be saving up for retirement so that's one good way isn't it an ira absolutely or if you are salaried and your employer has a 401k plan Join the 401k plan. There's so many people that don't take advantage of it, especially if the employer matches a small part. So a lot of times a, an employer will match 3%, but you have to put in your 3% to get their matched 3%. But that, mm -hmm. that adds up. And so many people, Quickly. I've heard so many people that don't take advantage of that. And that's crazy because number one, it's, it's a good way to just do some saving and um, then also to have matching funds coming from your employer that's free money everybody free money. Well, well yeah i mean mm -hmm. let's, let's just draw a picture for you let's just say that you contribute three percent of your income and you make fifty thousand dollars a year so three percent is fifteen hundred dollars Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Good All math right. there. So, <laughs> and, and your and your employer matches it with fifteen hundred dollars. That is what you call a one hundred percent return on investment. Yeah. Where can you go and get that? Right. If you had even Aaron Scott doesn't get one fifty or a hundred percent return on their investment. <laughs> they only get forty percent. If you put fifteen hundred dollars in a CD, you'd get like point one percent or yeah. something. You know, put right. that so, in perspective. So it's an immediate return, and any money. And here's the deal: when you look at your paycheck, if you contribute the three percent. 
you're going to notice because it comes out of pre-tax dollars, you're going to barely even notice that money disappearing from your paycheck. Correct. Yeah. Because of, because it reduces your payroll taxes. I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing. It's like that 3% doesn't even matter. Right. So if, if anything, start with the 3% and then as you have the money or you get a raise, Increase it to 5% or so, 10%. So if somebody hasn't been contributing all year, but they've been, they're qualified to be participating, and uh, could they still put that money in now and, and take advantage of, of taking it out of their paycheck now? Or they'd have to wait till next year to do I that, wouldn't they? I think they're going to have to wait till next year. So when you qualify to get in, get involved now. I mean, sign up for it. I think a lot of people are afraid to ask the questions. They think this is something right. I'm supposed to know, and now they're telling me I'm qualified. I don't know what that really means, but I don't want to feel silly asking questions. But it's all for our own benefit. So make sure you're asking your right. employer to explain things if they're offering things you don't understand, too. Well, Cheryl, let's just look at it a different way. From a, from a personal tax thing, we're not talking about corporate tax, right? from personal tax, when you're doing personal tax returns, when you tell people they owe money, but yet you've looked at stuff and you're like, well, gosh, if you'd have done this or this, you would have owed less taxes. What are those this or this things? Well, here in Florida, a lot of people can't itemize because we don't have state income tax. And if their mortgage interest isn't high enough between that and the charitable contributions, real estate taxes, a lot of times they don't eat, meet that um, standard deduction or the standard deductions greater than their itemized deductions. So you want to take advantage of that. And that this year is 12600 for a married filing joint or 6300 for a single person. Um, but you want to... Um... Okay, so you're, what you're saying is that, uh, you know, for, for us, we've got our property tax deduction. We've got any sales tax deduction. That's, that's one thing I bet here. people don't... Right. You, know, you need to keep your receipts for everything you spend all year long and count up your sales tax. So your itemized deductions or your property taxes, your sales taxes, your mortgage interest, if you've got that. Uh, you also then have um, your contributions, both um, money contributions and non-money contributions. Sorry, I don't know what the right words are. Monetary, what's... Cash and non-cash. There you go, cash and non-cash. <laughs> Money and money. <laughs> so those things all add up, and if they add up to more than twelve thousand two hundred, you said six, twelve thousand six hundred, twelve thousand six hundred dollars. Then you can, if they're more, then you can take off all of that out of your taxable income. And and honestly, Christ followers listening to the show, you should have ten percent in that cash spot for your tithe. I mean, that, that should be there. If you're making $100,000 a year, it should be ten grand just in that one line item. You could itemize every year if you're tithing. And and why wouldn't you tithe? Because here's here's the greatest thing Martha and I have learned in our lives is that by tithing, we have learned to trust the Lord so much more with our finances, and he does so many things that we could never explain because we're just trusting him by giving him back that 10% that he already gave us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we never give thinking about the tax benefit, but at the end of the year, it is an extra blessing for us to see what we've been able to give and what we've obediently chosen to um, to donate, whether it's through the local church, through a mission organization, through giving things, donating, you know, the, the things that we are no longer using that we truly believe other people can benefit from by giving them to a thrift store. There's so many things that um, God allows us to do during the year. And at the end, you do see that you can use that in the tax formula. And that's that's a benefit from the government. We're talking with Cheryl Colony. She's part of our team at Trust Services. Find out more about us online at servicesbytrust.com. We wanted to 
take the advice that we get people to pay us for all day long and give it to you guys for free today because there's a lot of people, Cheryl, that just aren't prepared. I mean, isn't that true? They get to tax time. What kind of disarray have you seen people's tax papers in when they give them to you? Boxes, shopping bags, public bags. <laughs> That's <laughs> the worst. Name it, she's seen it. That's the worst. And does it cost them more when they bring it in disarray versus when they don't bring it in disarray? Um, yeah, because it takes a lot more time to put everything together. Here's the good news. And, and I know speaking to all of you generation millennials and younger than that, is that a lot of you don't do any bank statements. You just, you know, you just check your checking account based on your debit card and go, yep, I got money. If you want to really maximize not paying too much tax, you need to do some bookkeeping. You need to be able to keep track of all your receipts so you could track your sales tax. You want to keep track of any of those donations that you're making. If you're listening to this show, I'm sure you're already considering being a tither or maybe you're already a tither. There's some things that you can do to minimize your tax liability. Cheryl, let's shift the conversation to self-employed people because there's a lot of people out there today that are 1099 people. They may be working for somebody and maybe they should be an employee, but they're 1099. And I know having been a 1099 person really since the late 80s, that if you get audited, which we have been, you have to provide a lot of documentation. And if you don't, you just pay more tax. Correct. That if they if you don't have the documentation, they will disallow your deduction and add the tax back. Take, for instance, if if I'm a business owner or I'm self-employed and I'm working for somebody else and I'm using my car to go drive all over the place for this job, I should have a mileage log. Mileage log. Everywhere you go. And it should be written down. Written by day, beginning, beginning mileage, ending mileage, and then um, what's business. And the way, if you really did it right, if you have business miles for the day, personal miles for the day, it just makes the whole thing flow. And it's really important because they'll check that one. But that's a really big one because mileage, if you're self-employed, you get to that Schedule C. Mileage is written off at what dollar amount per mile? It's 57.5 or 57.5 cents a mile. So every 100 miles you drive for business, it's $57.50 that you reduce your taxes by if you keep track of your mileage. I'm surprised at how many people don't track their mileage. But there's some other really big things that self-employed people need to be tracking. What is it? Wait, wait, wait. Let me just go back to that. Because there are people that will drive across town to save three cents on a gallon of gas. But when you think about this, I mean, this is such a huge number um, for people that do, and there are a lot of people that are using their vehicles in that respect where this is something that yeah, they... Yeah, they're all sitting in traffic right now listening to us. <laughs> we hope that's what they're doing. Um, well, we don't hope they're all sitting in traffic, but everybody that's listening to us is listening to us. How about that? that Absolutely. Really profound statement, right? You must have got a doctorate in radio. Uh, yeah, no. Um, but the, I just I just think that's really funny, though, because, I mean, that's a huge number. When you, You're not just looking at 5%. You're talking 57.5% of every, I mean, you know, right. the, the, the way that that cent works out to the dollar. Um, I mean, that's just a huge thing. And I don't think people, a lot of people are lazy in that area, and they just don't think it matters. And it's so funny because I always know when Jim gets in his car to go somewhere, you have to allow about 
15 more seconds because he's got to get out the portfolio. He's got to write down <laughs> in his little portfolio. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's everybody, every tax I think Cheryl wrote with me one time. She knows she's got, yeah, she's yeah, in the yeah. book. Dream yeah. come true. Um, but it, it really, 15 seconds is no big deal. It's just doing it and getting um, in the habit. It's the habit. Yeah. Yeah. So what else is what I mean, making estimated tax payments for self-employed people is also really, really big because I, I know that probably you've dealt with it. And there's nothing worse than a CPA telling somebody, by the way, you owe ten thousand dollars. And you're like, what? I owe money. Yes. Or they get, well, yeah, I knew money, but I was hoping it wouldn't be that much. But they could avoid this if they would just be saving and paying estimated taxes. Talk to me about how that works. Yeah. So the and what the IRS wants is for you to make payments. Um, there's four quarterly payments. It's April fifteenth, June fifteenth, September fifteenth, and then January fifteenth of the following year. So you can keep track of and know what your income was through December. You have till January fifteenth to make that last payment, and. Um, I mean, the big thing there is you're trying to, if you're, you may owe money, if you're self-employed, you're going to owe tax because every self-employed person has to pay both sides of the social security equation. Correct. And that is 15.3% of whatever you make on your schedule C, you have a bottom line of, of what your income was as a self-employed person. Then you owe 15.3% of tax on that, regardless of what your itemized deductions reduce it from, from there. Correct. And, right. I mean, so if you make a hundred thousand dollars self-employed after your expenses, you're going to owe 15,300 bucks. Before you get to reduce it anymore. Right. I mean, that's bottom line. You owe that money, period. So you should be saving 15.3% in an account and paying that quarterly at a minimum. At a minimum, right. So it's that's a really, really big deal. Well, then so, you run into situations where people don't do that, and then there's penalties right. on top of that. So then it ends up costing them more because they just are trying to delay it. Right. If you owe more thing. than $1,000, you will get penalized. Really? If you owe more than a thousand at April, well, April fifteenth, whenever you do file your taxes, <laughs> you know. So, is there anything, any other big mistakes that a lot of self-employed people make when doing their taxes? Things that really stick out in your mind. You're like, oh boy, that could have saved you a lot of money if you had just planned that. Well, a lot of it's even just keeping the receipts for their expenses. You have to have the receipts if you're audited. So, whether it's taking somebody out for a meal, the supplies that they buy. Um, a lot of people can't take things because they, oh, I lost that receipt or, you now, know. What about they're using a debit card and everything's recorded on a debit card? Is that a receipt? No, because they don't know. The IRS doesn't know what it was for. Mm. They just see the money coming out of the bank and they see right. where it came from. Yeah, or, just uh, like your American Express statement isn't good enough for the IRS. Mm. They want, they need to know. What the what items were on was the it receipts. chocolate or was it paper clips? Right, right. Well, it's probably both. Apparently, if you have women there's a in your difference. office, it's going to be both. <laughs> is chocolate that a, is and chocolate paper an clips. office supply? <laughs> it is if you have women working for you. Chocolate is an office supply. Any deniers there? No. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anything anything else? I mean, it's, it's documentation is a big thing. But for those people out there listening today, you know, we have a lot of people that uh, they get off of work between 3 and 3.30 and start listening to the show. And they're salaried people. One of the things I've seen a lot of salaried people do is they use the taxation out of their checkbook as a savings account. Is that a good idea? In other words, they pay too much in taxes and they get a tax return every year. Is that yeah. a good idea? No, you really want to not get the huge refund. That way you have the benefit of your money and you could possibly invest that money throughout the year and earn more on it than letting the government have it for free. 
And that's really what they're doing. They're using your money all year long for free, and then you got to beg for it back with a tax return. And it just it doesn't make sense. But here's the deal. Here's something I learned, and I mentioned earlier that I that Martha and I've been audited, and that's because I used to do my tax returns until the early '90s when I got smarter <laughs> and said, "That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Hire a professional." Because something Martha and I learned very early on in our lives that was with our first car, our 1979 Fiesta, which was a fantastic German motor racing car, <laughs> uh, was that if you don't know what you're doing it always costs you more money to do it yourself what would you be referring to there jim i'm trying to change my oil on a car that hadn't had the oil change in quite a long time and the oil filter wouldn't come off even with a hammer and screwdriver so it ended up costing more instead of, a, instead of the 20 dollars in oil changing parts i think it costs like 120 or 130 they get it towed and everything like that so therefore was, we no longer change our own oil no for 25 bucks it's not worth it and we no longer do, do our, our own, own taxes. Tax returns. Right, now we now we have a tax CPA right on our staff. So you listening to our audience today, listening in our audience today, you can use our CPA as well. You know, now Cheryl, you've got to love though on the corporate side of tax. You've been doing a lot of corporate tax returns for a very long time. Talk about what you love most about helping business owners with their tax planning. Well, a lot of times they're busy doing you know what they know best and they're not a lot of times they're not even um sometimes even aware of depending on the size of the business sometimes smaller business owners don't even know where their income is at this point you know do they really know what their income is going to be in the next two weeks and how much money they're going to owe mm -hmm. we've had so many conversations with people where they're they're they get into this time of the year and they're panicking they're like i don't know if i if i need to spend money or if i need to what i need to do or if i have enough and and that's a we don't want people to be in that situation do we? Well, and that's where the biblical part of this conversation comes in because we've all been given we've all been entrusted a certain amount of gifts talents and abilities and some of those gifts are in the form of money and we're supposed to be good stewards of those things and if we're paying unnecessary taxes because we're too lazy to plan or too lazy to track stuff the government's getting money that you could be given away to a kingdom impactful ministry i mean god gave you that money not to increase your status of living but to increase your status of giving but not to give any unnecessary money to the people in washington because they're just going to waste it anyway why not give it to a ministry that understands how to pinch a penny speaking of pinch a penny chris or cheryl you and uh, scott your husband sorry I, I have no idea where chris came from that must be this imaginary person <laughs> on my left shoulder um cheryl you and scott own a pinch a penny Correct. In Bradenton or Sarasota? Bradenton. Bradenton. Go ahead and give a plug. Uh, 58, 52 14th Street West in Bradenton. All right. So if you have a, a, a pool or a spa and you really need somebody great down there in that area to help you out, you got to talk to Scott over there at Pinch a Penny down there in Bradenton. What was the address again? 5852 14th Street West. Do you know what the phone number is? Uh, 941-758-5400. All right, that was a free plug. Tell Scott we'd love to have him as a year-long <laughs> advertiser on the show, okay? All right, so as we're the the problem the, the reason we're having a show today though is a lot of people they meet with their accountant or CPA in January to look Correct. at their tax situation. But then it's too late, isn't Can't it? Can't do anything. Plan for next year. I mean, that's all you could do in January is plan for next year. Right. Because all you can do right in January then is be prepared to write a check on March 15th when your corporate tax return is due. Correct. Now, a lot of people go, well, I don't ever file on March 15th. I'm just going to file an extension. It doesn't mean they don't owe the money, does it? Right. The money is still due by March 15th. Unless you're an S-Corp and it goes through to your personal return, that's still due April 15th. 
And if they extend it and they owe money, then they also incur interest in principal or interest in penalties, right? Correct. So there's no way to get up, get out of this. And what we're trying to say is that you've been given a fiduciary responsibility. Look that one up. Fiduciary responsibility with the money, a stewardship of the money that God has entrusted to you. And that's why we brought Cheryl on here just to give you some insights on how do you plan for your taxes? There's lots of great ways to do it, but let's just start documenting now. If you don't have a CPA professional in your life, please talk to ours. Servicesbytrust.com. That's servicesbytrust.com. Hey, Martha, just really quick before we get back to Cheryl, we've still got a couple of spots left on the cruise. We had another couple sign up last night. Yes. They, they still can get in. We still have a couple of spots for couples in the auditorium that yes. we've got on the cruise here's, ship. Here's the key. Call our cruise planner, uh, Rick Saltarelli at Salty Breeze Cruise Planners. It's all on our Facebook page and on our website. And call him and have him find out the pricing of the rooms right now because it's really all in the hands of the cruise ship. But they could be very favorable still, and we have the room. So join us. We'd love to have you join us. We've got 16 couples going so far, or 17 couples. We've lost track, but we're just super excited. We're talking about we're talking about time management, talking about forgiveness. We're talking about money personalities, and we're talking about... Do you remember the last one? Mm, I lost track of what you were saying. They're all great yeah, topics. Yeah, great conversation topics. <laughs> okay, well, we'll talk about that next week on Tuesday. All right, Cheryl, last-minute things people could do to save money on taxes, especially if they're thinking about itemizing deductions. What are some things they can do? Uh, clean out your closets and donate clothes. Clean out the garage, any furniture. Uh, get get to get it to the um, not-for-profits. If you got a dumpy car sitting in the front yard, donate it to an organization that will actually use the car. I've got a couple of those. Mm. That's right. That's a good one. Um, um, well, we uh, we the black were, look in her face. That pay was, their property I'm, taxes. Oh, did you say taxes? that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah hey. you, if you pay them now, you still get a discount, and you can put it on your itemized deductions. Right. All right, Cheryl, it was a good conversation. I know you weren't really excited about being on the radio, but you did a great job. If you need some tax help. Just look us up online at servicesbytrust.com and you can deal with a Christ-following tax advisor right here, our, our very own Cheryl Colony. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in today to I Work For Him. Thanks so much to Jose Cruz for his support today and producing the show. I didn't mean to interrupt your Pac-Man game earlier today, Jose. Sorry Wrong, about that. no Pac-Man. All right, okay. Hey, when you get home today, would you consider joining the I Work For Him nation? We're looking for people to commit themselves to being a minister in their workplace by praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Go out to iWorkForHim.com and click on the I Work For Him Nation tab. Based on today's discussion, what did you learn on how you can be a better steward of God's money so we could take the city for Jesus Christ? There's a few things certain in life. One is death and the other is taxes. And if we're going to be paying taxes, we might as well only pay the taxes that we really owe instead of the taxes that we don't really owe. But in order to do that and to be a good steward of the money that God has given you, you need to do some planning. And that's something that, listen, everybody out there has wasted tax dollars, guaranteed. So take some time and say, okay, Lord, you've given me this. How do I approach this situation? Because here's the deal. Here's what I know. There's a lot of Christ followers out there with a lot of money. And there's a lot of Christ kingdom impactful ministries out there with not enough money. They could use your money. You could use the tax write-off. Those kingdom impactful ministries would really be blessed because they're leading people to Christ. Just connect the two together. It's what it's all about. That's what the church of Jesus Christ is all about. 
We talked about taxes today because it's something that's on everybody's mind every day. And it doesn't directly impact the lives of people for Christ, but your attitude towards money will. You've been listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and we own our own business, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.